reads these words. Will you stand up just one last time for me? God, we honor you. We honor you. And it reads these words. And just for the flow, Byron, when I get to that last line, next to the last line, go ahead and go to the next slide. We don't, we don't even want to wait till we get to the bottom. I got it. And it reads this, Mark chapter 5, and a woman who was there had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors, and she spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she was getting worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up from behind him in the crowd and she touched his cloak because she thought that if I could just touch his clothes, I would be healed. Immediately, somebody say, immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see this crowd of people against you, said the disciples, and yet you want to ask who touched you? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, she came and she fell at his feet, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be free from your suffering. As you take your seats today, I believe that it's some stuff God is going to do in your life. And I believe that God is going to do it just like that. Just like that. God, we thank you as you take your seats. God, we thank you. We love you for being in this space, God. Come and dwell among us, God. You give us preaching power. You speak to us with clarity promise and direction. We thank you for the word that you've given us, God. We thank you, God, that you are the lifter up of our head, God. We thank you for all that you are. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just like that. Just, just like that. Before we really begin to delve into and unpack our focal text for today, I think that it is critically important to uh, provide for you the setting and understand the context that we're dealing with. And so Jesus now, uh, just before we get to verse 25, Jesus has arrived in Gerasene. Y'all, everybody say Gerasene. Come on, we're going we gonna to teach some Greek and Hebrew today. Yeah, he, he actually had just performed the miracle of the demoniac when Jesus was about to jump on the boat and head back across the water when he met a man named Jairus. And Jairus tells Jesus now that his daughter is dying, uh, and he needs Jesus to come and heal his daughter. And so just as Jesus is leaving with Jairus to go see about his daughter, he encounters another daughter. Now, I want you, I want you to remember Jairus and his daughter that Jesus is going to go see, uh, because that's going to be an important piece for later, all right? Uh, but, but, but here in verse 25 is where the story begins for us today. 
Here in the text, we are introduced to a woman whose name is unknown. Yeah, we met a woman whose name, Reverend Aletha, is unimportant. We, we met a woman who all by society standards has decided that her name doesn't even matter. You know, I, I searched the scriptures because I know I had a little bit of a, of a, a breaky break, right? So I wanted to make sure I did my due diligence. I, I searched all throughout the scriptures, first G, trying to figure out this woman's name. I, uh, I even went to check the synoptic gospels. I, I checked out Matthew, and Matthew told the same story, but Matthew didn't mention her name. I then went over to check out Luke. You know, Luke's a physician, so you know he believes in proper documentation for billing purposes, but even Luke didn't even mention her name. Here in all 66 Bible, all 66 books of the canon in the Bible, this woman's name is never mentioned. We don't know her name, but what we learn is her issue. Yeah, we, we learn her issue. This this does anybody in the room know what it feels like to not be referred to by your name, but to be referred to by your issue? I believe that one of the most dehumanizing things we tend to do in terms of humanity is refer to a person by their perceived issue, y'all. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, well, you, you you know that's the dark one in the family. You know we 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 want to point out we want to point out the issue, uh, girl. You know that's the one that likes to drink. Uh, no no name, but we'll mention we'll mention an issue. You know you might want to hide your purse because you know he likes to steal. Yeah, we 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 don't know your name, but we will refer to you uh, as your issue. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the that's the gay one I was telling you about. Yeah, we we don't we won't mention a name, but we're quick to mention an issue. It's funny how people uh, they won't refer to you by your name because they have determined that your name doesn't matter. And so here it is in this text, we don't know her name, but we're told about her issue. And I just want somebody in the room, somebody on the live stream to know, I want you to know that I know that maybe perhaps you've got issues, but maybe the reason you've got issues is because God's got miracles. Y'all ain't going to say nothing with me in here and that's all right. God, God's looking to hand out miracles and he's giving them out in Mark 5 just like that. We we don't get her name, but we do see the work of that name. Yeah, we, we don't get her name, but we see how that name works. This woman, she's got issues, but she runs into a man named Jesus who isn't low on miracles. We, we aren't told her race, but, but we see a radical Jesus working on her behalf. And I, I just want to say real quick to all of the people that have ever been referred to as an issue, will, will you let them know the next time they call you out your name by calling you by your issue, you, you can let them know I got a whole bunch of issues, but thanks be to God because uh, God 
God is the God of our issues. And not only is he the God of our issues, but if you've got issues for God, here it is, God can issue blessings. You, you, if you've got issues, listen, you're in the right space because God issues blessings. Thanks be to God that if I got issues, God, you, you're going to issue some blessings. And here it is, Sean, because listen, them blessings, go, they turn into bags, and bags turn into blessings, and more issues turn into more blessings. I, I know you got some issues, but thank God that God is a God that, listen, he shows up and works miracles in the midst of, of issues. Yeah, yeah, you, you might have an issue, but God is a God of, of issues. Yeah, because, because you got issues, God issues blessings. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, y'all, as a kid, I, I got to share this with y'all. Grow, growing up as a kid, I, uh, I heard this story for the first time about this woman of the issue of blood. I, uh, in fact, y'all, I was, I was in Sunday school. Anybody, anybody remember Sunday school back in the day? We don't, we don't really do Sunday school like that no more. But uh, my Sunday school back in the day, y'all, was called the Little Sunbeam Sunday School. That, that was the name of, of my Sunday school and little AME church back in Philadelphia, Little Sunbeams. And I, I remember hearing this story for the first time. And, and, and I have to admit, you guys, that when I heard the story for the first time as as a little boy, I, uh, I, I couldn't, I didn't understand the anatomy of the female gender uh, that, that, that menstruates on a monthly basis. Are y'all, y'all with me? Um, I, I didn't understand that as a kid. The, the Bible just said that she had an issue of blood, that she had been bleeding for 12 long years. And somehow in my mind, low, I had just assumed that the reason this woman was bleeding was because she had some sort of an injury. Eb, I, I thought that maybe she had experienced some sort of uh, injury to her arm. That was what I thought as a kid. I thought, I thought that maybe it was her arm that wouldn't stop bleeding. Y'all going to this in just a minute. I, I thought it was her arm that wouldn't stop bleeding. I, I thought somehow she cut her arm and, and was just bleeding all over the place. If, if it wasn't her arm, then I thought that maybe this woman had a head wound. May, maybe it was her head that was bleeding. Maybe somehow she stumbled and fell, Minister Sean, and bumped her head and now had a laceration to the head. I thought that she was bleeding from a head wound. I assumed that if this woman had been bleeding for 12 years that the bloody trail followed behind her. But what I discovered, what I discovered about this woman is while we may never know her name, we, we know her issue. See, uh, this, this nameless woman suffered from a uterus issue uh, known as a hemorrhage. I thought that she was bleeding from something visible. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was bleeding from something everyone could see. Y'all with me? Uh, but the thing about a hemorrhage is a hemorrhage typically occurs internally or inside the body. Yeah, here I was thinking, Deacon Ford, that this woman with no name is bleeding all over the place when the blood that she was dealing with really was internal. Y'all with me? In other words, she was bleeding, but no one could see her bleeding. Oh, y'all still ain't got it yet. She She's surrounded by a crowd of people, and no one even notices that she's bleeding. 
She gave up everything she had to get free from her internal issue, but no one still sees her bleeding. She, she did everything that she could to stop the pain, but no one still sees her bleeding. She did everything she could to save herself from the situation, but she never, no one ever notices her bleeding. They, they thought she was okay because she wasn't bleeding on the outside. When the truth of the matter is, she was bleeding on the inside. No one could see it. Yeah, they, they couldn't see it. Verse 25, uh, they, they couldn't see it, said a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Uh, she was bleeding internally. They, they just couldn't see it. In other words, um, they were blind to the bleeding. Yeah, they, they were blind to the bleeding. Can you, can you imagine what this woman must have felt like to be bleeding for 12 years and no one sees you bleeding? They, uh, they, don't, they really don't know the internal pain that you got going on. They, they see the smile on the outside, but they're... They're blind to the bleeding. It's, it's some stuff on the inside that's unresolved. It's some pain on the inside. I know, I know you see the smile. I know you see the pearly whites, but you've been blind to, to my bleeding. Yeah, you, 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 you've seen what I've shown you. Yeah, you've, you've seen what I've told you. you. You've seen what I post for you to see on social media, but, but do you really see me? Do you really see me bleeding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like I shared earlier, uh, I've got a, a single coming out here in next month. I'm really excited about it. I, I hope that people are really blessed by it. I really do. Um, but this, this next song um, that'll be coming out in September, uh, I wrote from a very vulnerable place. I wrote from a very real place. Uh, I wrote from the place where I was bleeding. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I began writing and realized that the words I was writing had been written in blood. Yeah, the places where I've hurt, but no one has ever heard about. So, so my question for you today is, where are you bleeding that no one sees? Yeah, you, you see my bounce. But did you notice my bleed? You, you see how I'm built. But did you, did you see my bleed? You, you see my blackness, but do you see my bleed? You, you've noticed my bad attitude, but have you noticed, have you noticed my bleed? The fact that people can see you bleeding and not render aid is... That's just wrong, right? It's, it's just plain old wrong. But what about now when wrong goes to worse? What about when wrong goes to worse? Verse 26 puts it like this. It says she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors. She had spent all she had, here it is, 
And yet, instead of getting better, she grew worse. I think that it's just wrong that this woman doesn't have a name. I think it's just wrong that this woman has been bleeding for 12 years. And it's really wrong that no one cared enough to help about her issue with blood. In fact, her situation goes from bad to worse. Mark seems to imply that not only is this woman nameless, but Mark also implies that this woman was even taken advantage of. Her situation went from wrong to worse. Quick poll in the room. Anybody, anybody ever been in a situation that was just wrong? Uh, and then you looked up, and before it got better, it actually got worse. The Bible says that she spent all she had now on doctor's visits, consultations, specialists, tarot readings, and nothing worked. In fact, her situation didn't get any better. It it got worse. I, I thought just a little pill at night to help me sleep would help me get through the night, but somehow I got dependent on this sleep medication, and what started off wrong has suddenly now become worse. I, I thought just a little blunt every now and then just to help take the edge off at the end of the day would just help me, but just to cope with everything that I've got going on, but suddenly I looked up, and my situation has now gone from wrong to worse. I, have you ever been in a situation where you have found yourself where before things got better, they got worse. The Bible says that she spent all she had and no one could make it better. Instead, it got worse. Here it is. They took her money, but she got worse. They billed her insurance, but she got worse. She paid the copay, but still got worse. She, The doctor wrote the prescription, but she still got worse. She followed the treatment plan, but she still got worse. Yeah, they, uh, sometimes people, they don't mind you getting worse as long as they get the benefit. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't mind it. They don't mind it at all. I, uh, I, I learned something in my, in my thirties now. I, uh, I'm realizing this, and I'm realizing, um, Reverend Aletha, that what I used to be able to do in my 20s, uh, good God, I just can't do it anymore. So back in the day, you know, when I was, you know, just struggling, re really struggling, a little college kid, uh, I could go get me a little medium-sized pizza low. Listen, I could polish off the whole pizza, go ahead to sleep, um, and wake up the next morning and be fine. But uh, listen, your boy has well into his 30s now, well into them, uh, and I just can't do some of the same things that I used to be able to do. Uh, and so I realized one time when uh, Kiwanis was out of town, uh, usually I got to fend for myself. I got to figure out how I'm going to survive, how I'm going to eat, how I'm going to maintain. Uh, so listen, I'll go and go pick up a medium-sized pizza, uh, no cup, uh, in a minute. 
<laughs> okay? Uh, and so, so, so I go and I, uh, I get this pizza well into my 30s, um, and uh, I waited. I guess I waited too late. It was about 11 o'clock at night. I went ahead and I ate this pizza, y'all. And uh, I ate this pizza and I laid down thinking I'm going to be fine. Um, it was about 3 in the morning. Listen, it was not a good situation. Do you hear me? Is this, is this too much? Too much? Is this too much? Too much? Um, listen, y'all, about 3 a.m. Um, after I done ate this supreme pizza, listen, my, my stomach started rumbling. It, it was not a good situation. Um, the fact that I ate that pizza at 11 o'clock at night was just wrong. Uh, but about 3 a.m., something was going on, and it just did not feel right. So uh, I jump up, y'all, in the pitch black dark trying to run to the bathroom. On my way to the bathroom, though, I hit my toe on the bed. You, you want to talk about a situation that will go from wrong to worse. I had no business eating the pizza, but now I got some indigestion issues, and on my way to take care of that, I now got another injury to my toe. I, I just need you to understand that there are times in our lives where you've got to be real mindful about situations because they can go real quick from wrong to worse. Here it is now that you just trying to survive, just trying to make it, and trying to make it really didn't make me feel any better. I, I learned a lesson that day about eating things too late. Yeah, yeah, all because I was trying to make it better. My question for you today is what are you into that you thought you were making it better, but instead of making it better, you've been making it worse. So who have you been talking to where instead of you making it better, it, they've been making it worse? Where have you been going trying to cope with some stuff that you thought it would get better and instead of it getting better, it, it gets worse. The thing about issues is that you always want to make them better. But what do you do when wrong goes to worse? Verse 27. Verse 27 puts it like this. It says, uh, that when she heard about Jesus, she came up from behind him in the crowd and she touched his cloak. I, I, I really want to just stay right here for 30 seconds. Uh, what are you what are you hearing? What are you what are you hearing? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Uh, and so now if faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, uh, the Bible says now that faith without works is dead. So now there comes a point in your life where you now have to respond to what you have heard. It's not enough for you to just hear the word preached today. It's not enough for you to just tune in to TNL on September 13th. Listen, you, you now have to respond to what you have heard. The Bible says now that when she heard about Jesus. She she came up behind him. In other words, she made a move. She she took some action. She she did something a little bit different. I, I know you've been praying. I know you've been listening to inspirational music. I, I know you've been tuning into the podcast. And I'm so glad that your faith is at a point where your faith is able to respond. But you now have to make a move based off what you have heard. She heard about Jesus. And then here it is right here. Uh, she says that she comes up behind him and behind the clouds, behind the crowd, and she touched his cloak. Verse 28 says, because she thought, because she thought, if I touch his clothes, 
I will be healed. Can I just give you this last point real quick? Um, I want you just to take this with you all the way through the work week this week. If you don't get anything else, uh, you need to understand that thoughts become things. Thoughts become things. Can we, let's go back just one more time to that verse. It, it says, listen, she, she heard about Jesus. And so when she came up behind him, she touched his cloak because she thought that she would be healed based off what she heard. The Bible, the Bible doesn't say that she was healed once she touched Jesus. Uh, but verse 28 says that, uh, it was because she thought. Yeah, it was, it was because she, she thought. Uh, her healing was a direct result of a touch, uh, but her touch was initiated by a thought. She thought that if I could get close enough to Jesus that I could just touch him. Y'all with me? She thought that if I could just get close, that was the thought. If she thought to herself, she, she didn't say this out loud. This, this wasn't anything in the room. This wasn't anything in the crowd, but she thought if I can get close enough to Jesus that, that I can be healed. What I need you to understand today is that she turned her thought into a touch. Yeah, she turned her thought into a touch. I'm, I'm trying to bring this thing home now, but I want you to understand that there are times in our lives where our thoughts play a bigger role than we realize. You, you've got some things that you ought not be thinking on, but yet you've got some things you should be thinking about and not responding to, but thoughts, thoughts become things. Thoughts become things she thought. And because she thought, the Bible says that just like that, she was healed. Verse, verse 29, verse 29 says that immediately. Uh, in other words, it was, it was just like that. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was just like that. Do we, we got verse 29, B? I want, I want, uh, uh, this is, this is it. Uh, after, after she responded to what she thought, this thought then manifested into a thing. This thing that she had been struggling with for 12 years was no longer a thing. Uh, this thing that she had been wrestling with now was no longer a thing. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, she came and fell at the feet of Jesus, trembling with fear, and she told him the whole truth. Here it is right here. Uh, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Uh, I, I want you to get this because not only does God do miracles just like that, uh, but God will change your life just like that. God, God will change your situation just like that. God, God will change your circumstance just like that. And, and this, is, this is it. Uh, Lo, I'm going to need you to come on and get on the keys because I think we're about to have church right here all throughout the text, right? We, we never get her name because her name was unimportant to certain people. But here it is now when Jesus realizes that some power has now left him. Jesus realizes that something is now different. He asked the crowd, who was it that touched him? And the woman out in the crowd, she comes and says, listen, it was me, oh God. I was the one that touched you. And I, I touched you because I had a thought. I, I thought that if I could just get close enough, I, I thought that if you could just deliver, I, I thought that you were 
a way maker. I, I thought that you were a miracle worker. I thought that you were a promise keeper. I thought that you were a strong tower. Yes, I thought you were Jehovah Jireh. Yes, I thought you were Jehovah Nisi. Yes, I thought you were Jehovah Shalom. Thoughts become things. She, she moved on a thought. I don't know what God has given you inkling to. I, I don't know what God has given you insight to. I don't know what thoughts God has placed in you, but, but thoughts become things. Grow the thought. Manifest the thought. Sit with the thought. Grow the thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts, thoughts. Thoughts become things. This, this, this is it. Verse 29, last, last time. This, this messed me up. This messed me up. At, at the beginning of the sermon, right, verse 29, uh, at the beginning of the sermon, I, I wanted to set this thing up for you where I was telling you, remember, uh, that when Jesus encountered this woman, right, when he encountered her, he was already with someone else. Uh, he was with Jairus and was on his way to see about Jairus's daughter. Are y'all y'all following me? Uh, but this woman, she interrupts this this woman with no name, this, this woman with no identity, this, this woman with no future, this, this woman with no family, this, this woman with no children. She interrupts Jesus, and Jesus is on his way. Jesus is on his way. He, he's on his way to see Jairus's daughter, uh, and suddenly she shows up. All throughout the text, she's been known as simply the woman. But then she encounters Jesus. <laughs> Jesus says, daughter. Y'all still ain't ready to have church yet. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's not necessarily what he did for her, but it's what he called her. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's it's not what he told her, but it's but it's what he called her. Here it is now that Jesus is on his way to see about someone else's daughter. And I didn't understand why he stopped on his way to see someone else's daughter to take care of this woman. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. The reason why Jesus had to stop about this daughter is because the daughter he was on his way to see was another daughter of his right here in the story. And just like that, her name was different. Just like that, her body was healed. Just like that, her life was shifted. Just like that, her mind was renewed. Just like that, she got what she needed. Yeah. That's what God will do. Just like that. He'll change a name. Just like that. He'll change a trajectory. Just like that. He'll change a direction. Just like you. I just need somebody to shout, do it, God. Just like that. Do it just like that. God, I need you to do it. Do it just like that. Yeah. 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 Just like that. Just like that. I feel God in here. I feel God in here. I feel God in here. I declare that by the time you get back to some stuff that is completely out of your control, 
God's about to work some stuff out and he's about to do it just like that just like that yeah yeah you've you've been waiting you've been waiting and God's ready to work just like that the Bible said that immediately do y'all still believe that God does things immediately she went from woman to daughter just like that she went from sick to save just just like that in this moment we open up the doors of the church we offer Christ to you now